For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings shall we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to Blue Harvest, uh, on the road edition. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart, and Will Witten is not with me this time, because this is being recorded in the car on the way home from Star Wars Celebration. So, who do I have with me? Uh, the Batman to my Robin the superman to the to my crypto the super dog miss jesse mcgarity uh i wouldn't say all that i'm more i'm more of the sidekick type i don't think so i think you're way more batman than me i'm i'm definitely more like the 66 batman version of robin where i'm like holy moly you guys look at all the star war <laughs> no 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 i don't i don't know that i'm brooding enough to be Batman. I mean, I guess sometimes. Yeah, I guess it really just depends on your mood. So, this is going to be the last of our Star Wars Celebration episodes. This is the wrap-up. We're just going to talk a little bit about the experience of Star Wars Celebration, what we thought about different panels and stuff. You have guys heard some of that stuff. Uh, and just, um, you know, share some of our experiences. Uh, the next episode should be back to uh, things as usual. Will, filling Will in, discussing things with Will about uh, all the new information we got and all of that good stuff. And, of course, catching up on a metric ton of emails. You guys sure did send in the emails, did you not? So we'll be doing that next week as well. So anyways, um, how was your Star Wars celebration? Uh, it was great. It was exhausting. It was so much fun. We bought some good stuff. We hung out with some good friends. We saw some exciting things. We got some freebies. Got a bunch of stickers. It was a great time. It was a great time. We definitely have more of a full car than we did when we left for Chicago, which is the sign of what our buddy um, Chris Fresh calls Reginald Dwight Syndrome. Do you know what Reginald Dwight Syndrome is? Um, is it when you buy too much shit? It is essentially, but it's, it's called that because that is Elton John's real name, and he is a prolific spender and shopper. Yeah, um, that's a lot of the reason why we drove. So Anaheim's going to be, we got to pre-plan this. Jesse's already come up with, in case you guys haven't heard, uh, Star Wars Celebration 2020 has been announced for Al Anaheim, I almost said Alabama, California. Anaheim, California, um, which is awesome. I'm down. I'm down for another trip back to California. And she's already come up with a plan. She thinks... Our best idea is to 
buy a suitcase online and ship it to one of our friends that live in California, pick it up from them while we're there, fill that stuff up with Star Wars, and then check it on the way home. Which I gotta say, like, hats off to my lady, like, for problem solving and for, like, enabling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there are things that I buy too, but it would be really really difficult to try to fit it in our bags and I don't want to fucking carry an extra empty suitcase so might as well just buy one I mean we could buy it in California too or even at Celebration if we wanted one of those like fancy Star Wars backpack or uh, uh, luggage but yeah I think that's the best idea that's my plan So, uh, we left uh, early Wednesday morning, last Wednesday, um, and uh, started making our way up to Celebration. If you want to hear some of our adventures on the way, make sure sure to check out the Blue Harvest Patreon, where on our podcast together, Jaws, you can hear our road trip podcast. We took some questions, answered some questions, and just rated bathrooms. It was... It's an experience. And uh, if you're interested in checking that out, go to patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Um, so, yeah, we drove up on Wednesday, got up there, took us about 11 hours um, of driving. You know, initially it had said like nine, a little over nine hours to get there for, through GPS, but we made lots of stops and sort of took our time getting up there. We're making better time today getting home. Um, and got checked into the hotel and by the time we were getting checked into the hotel all our friends that were already in town were hitting all hitting us up see what we wanted to do so we had like a little impromptu friends gathering at the hotel bar which was really fun uh, yeah that was a lot of fun it was a like first time to meet my wonderful co-host Rebecca so that was cool first time to meet first time for about would you say half the people and like second time some third time meeting the other half yeah it it was uh, yeah there was definitely some new introductions the whole Australian crew Rebecca uh, uh, like you mentioned, shout out to you, creepy. You're creepy. Um, King Tom, Emily Lind. Like, we got to meet a lot of of our friends who we've been friends with a little while, just haven't gotten to meet yet. And just sort of hung out and had a little food and had some uh, some drinks. Right. Yeah, we uh, in our introduced ourselves to the whole hotel bar staff that first night. And they got to know us pretty well throughout the week. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. The Congress Hotel Bar, Congress Plaza Hotel Bar, became pretty hopping a few nights there. Like, kind of became one of the sort of outside of the convention's destinations at the end of the night. So we got some good hanging time in with a lot of our friends. And like I said, got to meet a lot of folks. King Tom is a fucking delight. Uh, King Tom is great. Uh, so is the Congress Hotel for hangouts. It was a really good bar to like fill up with people because they have all these little, small, really comfy tables um, and chairs set up all around. So if you ever find yourself in Chicago for something and there's lots of people you want to meet up with, have them meet you at the Congress Plaza Hotel bar. Yeah, and it's a nice little bar and... You know, it's pretty spacious. You're not all jam-packed in there and stuff. Um, Yeah, you can record podcasts there. Like, uh, there's a whole lot of our content um, that was recorded right there in that bar. Uh, Not just by us. Blue Harvest, Rogue One, Steel Wars. Uh, Now this is podcasting. I think just about everybody who was on a podcast that showed up in that bar did some recording there. That was pretty neat um but besides that we didn't do much uh i will say that evening was probably the creepiest evening of the haunted hotel for me personally uh yeah i mean we've already uh, we've already told this story we don't have to bring it up again 
Right. Well, it's not on. I don't think it's on a regular episode of Blue Harvest, but if you want to hear it, the it's definitely on the episode of Jaws on the Patreon, and I think the ladies will probably be discussing it on Your Creepy, so check those out if you want to hear a creepy Jesse sleepwalking story. So I believe I'm, I am obligated to tell it on Your Creepy, but yeah, it's not my favorite story from the trip. Yeah, I, I think you're a little more uh, embarrassed about that story than you really need to be. It's, But it is creepy. It was creepy in the time and a little creepy when I look back on it. But uh, got up Thursday, got our public transportation stuff figured out, which was a little bit of a hassle. But we got it eventually, got our venture cards. I finally rode a train, never ridden a train before. That was an interesting experience for me. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, I would hate to live in one of those apartments that are like right by the train, though. There are people whose balconies are just right beside like this fucking loud, really loud, shaking train that just runs through probably every 15 minutes. There's one. Yeah, you know, I think Michael Pappas used to, I, th- I think he's moved into his new place or is in the process of packing up and moving into his new place, but. The apartment he was in for the longest time was one of those apartments in in New York. He'd have to he always had to mute his mic when the train went by. He said it was Optimus Prime. Um, I like Chicago. What do you think about Chicago? It was beautiful. I I really thought it was a neat looking city. The architecture is really awesome. I wish we could have done more in Chicago, but cons are just so busy and we wanted to like spend time with people so we didn't get to like see much of like the attractions of the city but it was great i loved it yeah i i thought it was really rad as a city and it snowed which was crazy yeah we'll get to that on when we talk about sunday but we definitely got some incremental weather um yeah i really enjoyed chicago probably the biggest city i've spent that much time in so that was interesting for me um but transportation turned out to be fairly easy that and a combination of ubers had us pretty well um taken care of big ups to chicago uber by the way for offering wheelchair accessible vehicles that was a clutch discovery that made getting to some of the panels when we were running behind and stuff really easy uh yeah definitely it was not something that we are able to select in birmingham so it was nice uh, um so we went to the con on the first day thursday got checked in did our ada stuff got in line for the show store and then four hours later we were done with the show store it was a nightmare took up basically our whole day on thursday I forgot how annoying that was and that whole experience. I really completely had blocked that out. Um, not that it was like the most, not that it ruined the trip or anything like that. I just did get real sassy. It was, it didn't ruin the trip by any means, but it was like, at least we got the bad con day out on the first one. Everything else was, everything was pretty great as far as the con went after that. But that first day waiting in line that long just to, to check out because we got in so quickly and got our stuff picked out so quickly was pretty brutal um but yeah we shopped the show store got some shirts and some assorted goodies there i got a plush crystal fox from the last jedi um you picked up your prerequisite set of pint glasses yep i love them they'll come in real handy i'm sure um, got you, you got the Boba Fett coffee mug. Oh, yeah, I like that a lot. It's the Boba Beans, and it's, like, black and green. Uh, that I'm going to s- put into rotation immediately. I'll probably use it for coffee in the morning. It's pretty cool looking. Uh, and then we did the pins. We got some pins. And uh, other than that, we looked at the floor a little bit and met up with everybody a little bit. And then we took off because we had a dinner to get to that our buddy uh, Gerard and Steve sort of put together uh, at Lou Malnati's. Is that Malnati's? Malnati's, am I saying the right? 
Lou Malnati's because I like to call it Luminati's. Oh, right. Like it's the Illuminati's favorite pizza place, uh, which by the way, um, we had a pretty big group. The staff was pretty solid there and, uh, the pizza was great. We will revisit the subject of Lou Malnati's, but that first night I was like, wow, I see what the big deal is about Chicago deep dish. Oh, and um, <coughs> hung out there. Uh, after that, we sort of went to a bar. I can't even remember the name of it, but it was kind of packed ass and hard to get around. So where did we end back up? Fucking Haunted Hotel. <laughs> yep, Congress Plaza Hotel Bar, where we... Was that the night? That was not the night that we had more people over, right? That was just a small one. Yeah, it's whoever wanted to come over after that, um, after that dinner. Steele rode, I think Steele took the Uber with us back to the hotel. Was that that night that we took the Uber with Steele? I think it was. <coughs> Anyways, um, next morning, the Friday morning, that's the big day. That's episode nine day. And this is where the excitement starts. This is where there's an electricity in the air. We got extremely lucky and got into the episode nine panel and um, went and got in line, you know, got up, got some breakfast, went and got in line and we're in and seated for about an hour before the panel. And uh, that's when like word started spreading around. I saw on like Twitter and Reddit and stuff that people were they weren't scanning codes the qr codes that you got for winning the lottery which is 100 percent true they did not scan our qr codes at all uh yeah so i mean we we could have essentially took a screenshot and sent it to someone else right yeah that and that's what people were doing they were passing around screenshots and getting other people in and even with that like the the stadium was not completely full for the episode nine panel but there were also sort of like weird dead zones where you couldn't really see if you sat like i know for something maybe the mando johnny initially was going to sit in a section it turned out that like he couldn't really see in that section so um and jesse's maybe jesse's favorite moment of star wars celebration comes when the panel starts and who's the host but Stephen Colbert. Yeah, I was super excited. I didn't expect that at all. I mean, no one really expected Stephen Colbert, but I'm a big fan. Yeah, he you you jumped up and started clapping and, and cheering and stuff. I was like, hell yeah. I still think like the reaction to the Mandalorian was was really good. It was not as like crazy as the stuff from episode nine. Like People really lost their shit. Probably the first day excitement, too, you know, added on to it. First full day. Oh, definitely. And, you know, that's that's the big panel that I think everyone's the most excited for. You know, we're excited for The Mandalorian, but I'm sure there's some people that are still like, you know, it's TV. I don't know. We'll see. So I just think that it's episode nine. It's the last one. Yeah. I mean, and... and In typical J.J. fashion, he gave us what felt like a lot, but really wasn't a ton, you know? As far as information goes, we got to see some um, pictures. Of course, we got the trailer and just talked a little bit about uh, Episode Nine. It looks phenomenal. Uh, You know, we've talked about the trailer already, I believe. Man, it's hard to tell. I have got some untangling to do in all the files that we recorded at Celebration. Um, I did a little bit on the drive already, and and now I just need to, like, sit down and finish it up and start getting stuff up to you guys. Um, The Episode 9 panel was, you know, obviously amazing. The Rise of Skywalker, crazy. Palpatine, crazy. One of my favorite moments of Celebration is after the first trailer and that Palpatine laugh, the the red lights came up and Ian McDermott's just standing out on stage by himself. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I really liked that part. And then, of course, he's going to do his best emperor voice. 
rolled it again. We just passed over the border into Alabama. We're in our home state, baby. The sign actually says Sweet Home Alabama, guys. It, it definitely does. Because, you know, that's how we roll. Skinnered, baby! Woo! Um, we, yeah. Jeff, Jesse and I are both, like, trashed, trashed voices from drinking and vaping and fucking waking up early and yelling at bars. Yeah, it's... We're shot, dudes. We're sorry. We're shot. Um, we, Plus, we're like pretty. We're pretty far into this drive. I mean, we just got to Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. We're. This has been. This is not a short drive, and we're just now in our home state with still about a. I don't know. Hour and twenty. Hour and thirty minutes left to go. Um, anyways. Um, went to the episode nine panel. And like I said, we will just, dis- Oh, actually I need to play something. We tried after the episode nine panel, I tried to get Will on Skype to record some of his thoughts real quickly. And he just couldn't get the free time at the time. So he actually sent us a voicemail. We're going to play a voicemail from Will. We'll get to hear what, um, what Will thought about ep- episode nine. Now, obviously we will dive in with this with him um, more in depth in the coming show but let's hear what he had to say for now whoops my phone is still synced to the bluetooth in the car hello Hawes and moisture farmers I just wanted to drop a line about how excited I am about that new episode 9 teaser trailer I am so amazed by it and so blown away it has my mind blown I have no idea what's coming Uh, the scene where Ray chops up the TIE fighter that's coming at her or it looks like she jumps over the top and then maybe slices it in half that looks amazing seeing Lando driving the Falcon amazing and then hearing Luke's words which I assume come from his force ghost and then hearing the evil Palpatine cackle in the background, what does that mean? Is Palpatine coming back? Maybe as a force ghost? A clone? I don't know. I can't tell. Like I said, mind blown. I hope you guys have a similar reaction. I know you will, and I hope we get some more questions from you guys, because I want to know what y'all think. But uh, I love you guys, and I hope... Hawes and Jesse are having an amazing time at Celebration with everyone else there, and I wish... I was there. I love you all and I miss you. For Blue Harvest, I'm Will Witten, and may the force be with all of you. Oh, listen to that. Hearing my buddy Will. Man, I can't wait to sit down and talk all this stuff with Will. We got so much to catch him up on and cover. Um, There's so much that you have to catch up on, too. I mean, you have to watch all the panels that we've missed and. All, everything you know Star yeah Wars show yeah the, like that's the thing is like there's so much information that came out not necessarily the big like mind-blowing episode nine mandalorian type stuff but so much stuff came out like smaller stuff that i totally missed like they confirmed that alan tudyk is going to be k2so in the cassian series um i was seeing today that Kathleen Kennedy uh, confirmed that they're exploring doing some sort of movie or something, a project in like the old Republic time era. So like lots of little things have been coming out and I need to catch up because there was a new time to keep up on everything. Like I don't know what Hasbro revealed. I don't know what the book folks revealed. Like you're right. There's so much to catch up on. Um, and I can't wait I can't wait I, I mean I know <clears throat> with what I'm going to have to do for work I'm going to have some time to watch some Star Wars uh, Celebration live streams um, so we'll definitely do that um, what did we do Friday night I think Friday night once again back to the Cron- Congress Hotel Plaza Bar 
Friday night was the night that I gave a ghost tour of the bar, I believe. You're right. Friday night got crazy. I think Friday night was the one that the most people ended up showing up at our hotel bar. It was really busy. Just tweeting out like party at the Congress. So. Yeah, which was totally cool. Like, oh yeah, no, that was fine. And we got that's the no Friday. We're dude, we're gonna miss so many people and shit just because we met so many great people. Oh, but did we go to dinner with um, Evan. And that was Saturday night, but we met Evan on Friday. Yeah, it was really great to meet Evan. Uh, he's a really nice guy. He does really great artwork, and it, it was it was honestly a pleasure to meet him. I was very glad that we did. Yeah, we we finally got to meet Evan, who, as you guys know, has been like producing incredible artwork for the podcast for the past almost four years now. And so it was finally nice to hang out with him, and uh, he's such a nice dude. Um, you guys probably heard by now. Uh, we did some recording with him Friday night. Like, uh, we did a, a good bit of recording, and that was probably, I think, of the whole trip, that was probably like the most partying I did. I stayed fairly restrained with the partying. I'm not saying I didn't party, but I stayed fairly restrained. That night was probably my biggest one. Yeah, um, you you know how I can do with the partying. <laughs> Oh, do I? Oh, do I? Uh, we're at an 11 on the party and like, let's just, we could turn it down to an 8. An 8 would be fine. Just turn it up to a 13. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, Saturday morning we got up to go to the Galaxy's Edge panel. And that, I think that's the day, was that the day that we were literally on the bus that was packed completely full? Uh, yeah, everyone was in costumes for um, Star Wars. And then they also had the Black Women's Convention going on in, like, the, I, I guess the National, I don't know. But it was going on at McCormick Place as well. There were, like, four different conventions going on. So the bus was half and half full with convention goers. Yeah. And there was, and we were so full, like they had to stop ex- accepting people at stops. Some, some very friendly ladies on that bus, though, that weren't like annoyed at all about all the Star Wars fans on their bus. No, they were they were curious. It was like, oh, okay, that's where you're going. Very helpful for us getting it on and off the bus. Like, yeah, and uh, it was funny seeing that that bus explode with people when it got to McCormick place. Like people just started pouring out of this, this one bus, um, went to the galaxy's edge panel. And I got to say it was interesting, but by far my least favorite panel we attended. It sucked. It was my, uh, lowest point of celebration. You, you say that was your lowest point over standing in line at the show store for four hours. Oh, uh, I mean, no, the show store was definitely, I guess that was worse. And it was no question worse to me. Like, at least I was at least interested in the Galaxy's Edge stuff. The unfortunate thing is, is most of it is stuff we already knew from, like, the Entertainment Weekly articles and stuff. So it wasn't even, like, brand new reveals or anything, really. I think what probably plays into it is that I got... <laughs> pretty drunk the night before and got like that night we probably had four hours of sleep would you say not not much yeah and let the records stay for the for the record your honor let me state that every night i was like hey just keep in mind we do have to get up early for the panel tomorrow so like if we need to cut this short that's okay and you every time you'd be like no no that's fine yeah i know i know it's fine hit three o'clock in the morning and the party's still going till question marks hey i got up like a champ every morning and i really wasn't that hungover i just wanted to sleep and i didn't really like i can watch all that at home they didn't tell me anything too crazy or show me anything too crazy i don't really care about those coca-cola bottles i don't think many people care about them that was sort of like the reveal from the the panel was the uh 
the in-universe style soda bottles. And I'm telling you, like, I wasn't like, ooh, those are amazing. But when we go to Galaxy's Edge, I'll be getting a uh, Diet Coke like that. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'll try one, too, I'm sure. But it's just, it was it was slow. It was slow. It was dry. Now, the panel after that, Jedi Fallen Order, that was a pretty cool panel. Um, I've never been to, like, a video game panel like that. Like, obviously, I've never been to, like, an E3 or anything. So, like, to see one of those in person was interesting. And the information we got was interesting. It looks like there's, um, I, uh, you know, I'm trying to stay cautiously optimistic about it because of EA. But it seems like there's a pretty rad Star Wars game in our near future. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I'm really looking forward to checking that out and playing it. And then, uh, you know, Ian from Shameless is the main character. So that was cool. He was there. I like that show. Yeah, it was interesting how some of your, like, ancillary Star Wars, like, not necessarily Star Wars celebrities ended up showing to showing up to uh, Celebration. Right. Like, there were several people that we saw or ran into that, like, I... I know or like in other ways that are in no way Star Wars, like Donald Faison. We bumped into him on the show floor. And, I like and Bobby Moynihan. How many times do you think he's heard that, like, said to him? Uh, he, prob- he probably can't be a big fan of it because that, that thing in Rick and Morty is kind of making fun of him a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it it annoys him. So we do the Fallen Order panel, hit the floor again. Once again, don't get a chance to really do it. Guys, I was expecting to spend more stuff on Star Wars, but um, that did not turn out to be the case. I wanted to. And then the one day we had to go looking at stuff, I was like, all right, now's the time. Like, I wanted to spread this out over a couple of days, but now's the time to bar, buy Star Wars. Like, you know, in Revenge of the Sith, when um, when Obi-Wan tells that guy on whatever fucking planet that is where they find General Grievous, he's like, if you have warriors, now's the time. Uh, that, was, that was me with buying stuff. And then, so I start buying figures, you guys. I got two kick-ass Kia D Monday figures for the collection. I was I was looking for two things. I was either looking for a single hot toy to add to my collection, or I was looking to add some of the more uncommon three and three quarter inch figures to my collection. And obviously anything Boba Fett related, you know, you know what I'm looking for. So I st- I find this place has got some pretty decent prices on some good 3.75 figures. And I get me myself two Kia D's that I don't have in my collection yet. I get the Clone Wars version and the concept version. Where he's got a damn eye patch. And as I'm picking up, Jesse's like, you're buying that? You're really buying that? No, no, I was fine with the Kia D's. I just, like... I, to me, I wouldn't buy a full set of the concept art. But that's just, that's just me. Yeah. You don't have the connection to the Ralph McQuarrie art. Like... Which is totally fine. I'm not saying that's a slight against you. I like them. I really like those figures. And I wasn't collecting when those were out. So, yeah. Because I, I, this place had a lot of them. I was like, oh. Because that's the one of the big things I was after was some of the concept art figures. And uh, I started picking them up. She's like, no, you don't buy that. Don't buy, you, You're buying that? You're, gonna, you're really going to buy that? And meanwhile... All, all I said was... You're going to buy that? I just asked because I didn't know. I personally wouldn't buy that. But what? But I personally would those figures at all. So I'm, I don't buy, like, I don't collect figures like that. Pops, I guess. I know, but, like, that would be like me when you bought your fancy Star Wars jacket. Me being like, oh, you're going to buy that? I was like, no, you should buy that. That's a Star Wars jacket. But anyway, we're getting off a, a little off topic. <coughs> um... I wanted to try and get the Darth Maul statue, but that thing went quick every day, and we saw some jackass loading like six on a luggage car, uh, trolley or cart or whatever outside of our hotel room one day. That shit went quick. Um, what do we do? 
on Saturday. Besides that, we went... Oh, I know what we did. We left early, fairly early on Saturday and went back to the hotel room for a power nap. Yeah, that was nice. It was nice to actually... That was the one time we took a nap. We should have napped more. It is the one time we took a nap. I was kind of proud of myself because, you know me, I'm a fan of naps. Took a nap. Took a nap, got up, uh, and got ready for dinner where we went and had dinner with Eric Hansen, uh, Evan, Johnny, myself, and Jesse. And we ran into... Snap Wexley. Yep, going to this pretty nice sushi restaurant and who's sitting at the sushi bar but Snap Wexley himself. And Johnny points it out to me. Um, We go up and talk to him. He was super nice. He couldn't have been nicer. Uh, We talked about beards for a second. Uh, He told us some funny J.J. Abrams related stories. Couldn't have been nicer. Took our picture with us. And then uh, we were out. And then had a really nice dinner with Eric and uh, Evan and Johnny. Yeah, it was great. We had some good sushi, some good conversations. It was it was definitely a highlight. And then, ladies and gentlemen, it was time for the Steel Wars live event at uh, what Motor Row Brewing, yeah. which was a really nice brewery. Like Steel, Steel chose a really nice venue, nice and close to the convention center and stuff. There was a really great turnout. Uh, and when we get there. Uh, Steele pulls me aside and he goes, hey, do you want to be on the show tonight? He sprung it on me, which I got to say, I don't know if this was intentional or if he was just like waiting to see how like guests shook out and stuff. But letting me know like last minute like that greatly reduced my anxiety about it. Like you remember how anxious I was for the one in New York or not New York, California? Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, you didn't even you thought you were just going to hang and watch. Yep. Uh, so we, I was on the Steel Show. I was in the first part. I'm trying. To, it was me and Claire from Imperial Senate, Jason, Jason and Anthony Bresnikin. Uh, well, and obviously Steel and Rashad were up there too. Um, it was a good time. He sort of did groups. So the next group, like Araj, was on there, and uh, and then they did the the piece de resistance. The fucking live table read, I guess, of Emily Lynn's latest fucking fan fiction. And it was phenomenal. Emily did such a good job. She wrote such a good story and, like, did such a good job on the live show. Yeah, it was, uh, that was another highlight of the uh, weekend. It was really, really funny. And I'm glad Johnny didn't get naked. Yeah, we shouldn't spoil too much about it because I don't think it's up on the feed or on YouTube yet. But, I mean, I don't think that's spoiling too much. But you guys, like, Johnny Grosso put, he made, you know, like, he made a bold choice in his performance. That's what I'll say. And I'll be interested to see what people think of his shenanigans during the uh, Steel show. Man, that was a fun event, though. Uh, I, I, I seem to think that you think Friday night was your drunkest I think Saturday night was. Oh, yeah. I, it definitely was. That was my drunkest. We had a over a $100 tab, and I had one beer. I think I probably bought some beers for people. I don't know. I was really drunk. Like, I... Yeah, I was really drunk. I, I maybe don't remember pieces of it. You And what's funny is going over, you were like, I'm not... I'm so tired today, I'm not drinking tonight. You were like, I'll probably have a beer or two, but I'm not drinking. And then at two different parts of the evening, I found you double-fisting beers. Yeah, yeah. I was really, I was really drunk. Yeah, and because... Sometimes I'm a shit show, guys. I can't help it. I know, like, Jessie's... I know when she's at her peak drunkness, when she starts not slightly but greatly under exaggerating or under uh estimating how many drinks she's had because we were standing outside and she's like i've had like three beers and i had just seen her double fisting beers and i was like hey i'm going outside and she killed one and put another one on the table for someone to watch and then when last call happened you got two more beers 
And I was like, I think they're going to make us leave in like 10 minutes. And you go, oh, I can drink these in 10 minutes. Yeah, see, that's the problem. That's why I don't drink that often because I drink until I'm too drunk to stop myself. And then I black out, like I'll black out. And I, I do remember like a lot of that night, but it's bits and pieces. And you had... And you have, uh, you had an interesting conversation with our Uber driver on the way home that night about, about people being mad about Star Wars and stuff. You spent, you went into intricate detail with our Uber driver about why people don't like, some people don't like Star Wars. And I was like, oh, oh remember that i do remember that like talking politics and stuff a little bit too with it yeah and i was just like i want to go home and go to sleep i just want to go back to the hotel and room and have go to sleep and then you get we get back to the hotel and you're like hey there's it's just us here at the hotel bar you want to go have a drink before we go up i don't remember that (laughs) i was like no i'm okay i want to get some sleep sunday morning the snowpocalypse of Celebration Chicago, Day of the Mandalorian. Fuck, dude. Woke up and it is a really snowing. We actually had plans to meet with uh, Michael, who you guys have heard. He, he showed up Thursday night, I believe, and hung out with us. Um, and we had plans to go out with uh, him and his wife, Molly. And they couldn't make, ended up making it because of the snow and stuff. And But, dude, I'm glad we weren't driving or we weren't planning on, like, walking everywhere. Because had it not been for the Ubers and the public transportation and stuff that day, we would have been miserable. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because the snow, it was just, like, blowing in your face constantly. There was a time where it was blowing my hood off and filling it with snow and um but otherwise it really wasn't i mean it looked pretty i agree with that but like and besides being very very cold like it wasn't wasn't that bad i mean it was like 35 to 33 it was it could have been worse cold wise that was without wind chill in the wind it was much colder than that windy city i mean that's it's that's it's fucking name so um i wonder if any of the australians the australian crew had seen snow before that it was cool to hang out with all those guys it was and might i say josh chapman buddy of the star wars spelt out dude came in so clutch with those star wars spelt out beanies like uh, i was so thankful for that shit uh as the weekend went on and it was cold especially that day it was snowing um so we fought the snow we fought the elements to get up to the wind trust arena for the mandalorian panel that shit was so amazing uh so much stuff that it's still kind of hard for me to believe that it's real like it's, it's so much up my alley what they're doing with that show we got to see the, the behind the scenes uh real we got to see a finished or close to finished clip and the trailer and we got what i thought was the coolest giveaway of the the panels which is that mandalorian poster yeah that was really cool um i also like the pin that we got for jedi fallen order but yeah the poster was awesome yeah, the Purge Trooper pin that we got was really cool. I definitely agree with that. Um, but yeah, the Mandalorian panel was awesome. It was it was interesting seeing... So we saw four panels total and seeing how each of them were different. Like the difference between a J.J. Abrams panel and a Jon Favreau panel. And a Disney panel versus a Lucasfilm panel. And a Electronics Arts panel versus a Lucasfilm or Disney panel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was cool. I mean, it's neat to to see just how much they'll put into it. Like some some people do it better than others. Yeah, for sure. Well, some of them are just because I saw people eating up 
the Galaxy's Edge panel. It just wasn't our style. You know, there was definitely some like folks that are all about the park. We had some some a couple that were sitting on our row with us who were all about it. They were very excited for Galaxy's Edge stuff. Um, and then um, do the Mandalorian panel. Go pick up our posters. Hit the floor again. Um, you know, it's it's so hard because you walk like it seems like you go like four or five feet maybe it's more and you see somebody you know or someone you know stops you and and you chat and then you move like 10 feet or you got to go to this place or that place like you're just sort of constantly at least we were constantly bouncing around saying hey to folks visiting with folks making plans for the evening um all that good stuff um and we basically decide like because a bunch of folks are going to watch Game of Thrones. We decide we're just going to go back to the hotel and rest. Maybe not take a nap, but like just chill for a little bit after the con. Uh, order some food and maybe watch Game of Thrones. Um, this is when we reorder Lou Malnati's, right? Yeah, we reorder Lou Malnati's. And they quote us a time that seems a, a little ridiculous to me already. But I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll wait on this delicious, crispy bottom pizza. Yeah, we were so excited because it was so good the first time. We were like, let's have that at least one more time before we go back. So we ordered the exact same thing we had uh, at the restaurant from the exact same restaurant. They tell us it's going to take like an hour and a half. But you know what? We figure whatever. It's fine. Order food. Go to watch Game of Thrones. We don't get HBO at the hotel haunted hotel does not have hbo so we didn't get to see the newest game of thrones episode we still haven't seen it that'll be something i imagine we'll do maybe tomorrow when you get off or thursday we'll watch game of thrones Uh, yes the sooner the better i would really love to watch it yeah we definitely need to watch it before someone spoils it we almost i almost got close at dinner the last night I had to be like, oh, go, whoa, whoa, guys, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but we get finally get our pizza after almost two hours. And it is nowhere near as good as the first time. Terrible. It was not, it was just not cooked enough. And I'm really, I'm a stickler about how much pizza should be cooked. Like, if I order Supreme Pizza, I'm always going to order it well done. And then... Ugh, I get so annoyed whenever it's not. Now, I assumed that the standard cook would be the same as we got the night before. It was not. Yeah, it was disappointing. I It, it took me for a second for it to set in like, no, this is just not as good as it was the first night. And I don't know if it... I'm sure you're probably right it was the amount it was cooked. It was probably also sort of cold or not as fresh. It took forever for them to deliver it to us. I'm sure it sat and it steamed and it just, it wasn't quite right. It was no good. Yeah, not super great. Um, and uh, we ate dinner. People watched Bob's Burgers. Watched some Bob's Burgers, just rested, laid on the bed and rested. And uh, Then folks came over to the Congress again pretty impromptu pretty small this time and sort of relaxed everybody's it's funny you can literally tell like the further um you get on from celebration like everybody's so tired like the nights just sort of become chiller and chiller you know what i mean oh definitely everyone's just a little quiet not drinking too much uh i personally went from like looking very cute each day at the beginning of the trip to like i don't give a fuck i'm tossing this beanie on my head i'm wearing harry potter slippers at the bar and and that's how today's going we went to a brunch place today and i went without my shoes on that's how much of fuck i didn't get granted my feet don't touch the ground in the chair but still i went i went in my socks i did not give a fuck i was like i want to eat breakfast and get going i ain't going back upstairs to get my shoes um Yep, just hung out at the bar once again. Evan ended up having to stay longer because of the snow. So we got an extra night with Evan, which was amazing. We also got, um, well, not didn't get to. Unfortunately, our buddy King Tom had a cr- 
crazy incident where his flight got canceled and he thought he was going to have to take a Greyhound, but instead he ended up being able to catch a flight like sort of last minute. But that snow threw several people for a loop and delayed flights and stuff. <clears throat> and then um, yesterday morning, Monday morning, we get up and we head on to the celebrate to celebration this is supposed to be my big shopping day that did not turn out to be much of a shopping day but we got to do something really cool on sunday and that's we got to try out the vader immortal vr experience yeah that was awesome it was it was really so much fun and it was personally the most like intimidated or scared i've been of darth vader it's really good so i haven't tried obviously every type of vr like i've never tried um you know a vive or an oculus before i've messed around with the psvr that's basically it besides like you know the sort of goofy vr headsets you put your phone in and stuff um and this was i don't know if this was all right slight technical difficulty there i hit the stop record button by accident um, so yeah, we got to try out Vader VR or Vader Immortal, and they were really, really cool with us about the accessibility thing they had. Because one of the problems I've run into with the PlayStation VR is some of those games are not meant to be played by people stationary in wheelchairs. You know? Oh, sorry, I got. <laughs> I'm driving, so I was distracted. Um. Pay attention to the road more so than the goofy podcast. Right, exactly. And I'm on like hour 10. Uh, so, yeah, it was cool because most like PSVR doesn't have like a st- like a seated option. And I think that's what this did. So basically you used like little. Yeah, little analog sticks on the Oculus controllers to turn around or move forward and backwards instead of actually doing that physically. And, um, maybe not as immersive as it would be for some, but I enjoyed it. I like, you still got to use, you still got to use the lightsaber. I did everything. Right. Exactly. So I think it's still just as immersive. Yeah. And, and I got to say it's as far as like actually feeling like you're using a lightsaber to deflect, uh, fucking bolts and block lightsaber swings and fight and stuff it felt pretty good how were you at it how were you at like deflecting and stuff so on one of them i was able to so like you know how it gave you the best of and the your current time i was able to beat one of them and for the seated experience i got the best time on one of the stages because it was in different stages and I think it was the first one where the robots show up with the lightsabers and you got to like. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was uh, I was not great. I was better at the robots with the lightsabers. That shit I was pretty quick at. But sometimes the laser beams, they, they just elude me for a minute just to actually deflect them back at them. Yeah. Um, it sold me on getting the Oculus Quest. That's for sure. Um, and then we started the unfortunate process of having to say bye to a bunch of people. Sunday or Monday is really when we started seeing people like truly and <clears throat> finally, not final, but like final E, uh, start to depart. It was starting to get real sad around the joint. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer. It, it is like you, you said it either monday or this morning that it's like the last day of camp yeah uh and then we all met up with my buddy michael he came back into town from just outside of chicago and um we went to dinner again and then back to the congress hotel where like we all stayed for a little bit but people like people were like we gotta pack and get ready to leave tomorrow so people started heading out and then slowly but surely our group just kept getting smaller, and the next thing you know, it's just us and Johnny last night. And then this morning, Johnny gets up, and he's got to go, and next thing you know, we're in the fucking car. Yes, yeah, it, it was sad. I, 
I wish that we could just hang out with Star Wars people, like at a Star Wars camp all day long, you know? Yeah, I, I, I really think like barricading ourselves in the convention and just taking it over as our own like Mad, Mad Max type community. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, they have like snacks and stuff. We'd all have to learn how to uh, cook pretzels and churros and things, but we can do it. I don't think that would be that hard. You know what I mean? super easy i could learn it in about i don't know uh give me 10 minutes with the with the little uh manual um, yeah if not we just look up look up a fucking youtube video about it and then you know we got to think long term so we got to start up like a a water filtration system and a hydroponic vegetable farm in the basement like this this community is going to last for centuries the star wars celebration community and then we just make uh make star wars celebration come to us every year and we're like you're in our backyard now bitches you you tell us what we're putting on the panel and we'll tell you what panels to put on i'll tell you where to be how would we get access to new star wars oh lucasfilm would not want to they would not want to oppose uh, the the star wars celebration community that lives in the mccormick place like the morlocks from x-men so they would, they would, they would bring the new Star Wars to us. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, so I am, I am ready to get home and relax, unpack, see all of our animals. I really miss them, but we do just have a lot of friends that you know you meet them through this weird portion of the internet and then like it's not just star wars that you have in common it's people that you would love to be able to hang out with in a day-to-day or not a day-to-day but you know you go out every few weeks or something but instead of 20 minutes away they live across the country so yeah and that's that's the thing that is kind of a bummer is like as a bunch of those groups separate and go to like the east coast or the west coast or australia or like our buddy raymond back to hong kong like they're for a lot of them like they could hang out you know what i mean we're down in the butthole all alone (laughs) that's true none of our group was like hey we're heading back to the butthole (laughs) that's that's very true no one goes to the butthole (laughs) We actually we met this really <laughs> this really strange lady at the convention or no at our hotel uh, outside the last night and she starts telling us all about her convention experience and how awesome it was but she's a little crazy very country and like a close talker like a shoulder smacker saying the most ridiculous things about just Star Wars and meeting Christensen and then she tells us she lives like a few hours from Atlanta Georgia and I was like please don't be from Alabama please don't be from Alabama no she turned out to be from Georgia I I pulled the rip cord on that and went back inside before you guys did I got no patience for that kind of thing it's not even patience I'm just like oh this is awkward I want out I had to do that a few times where my anxiety got to me and stuff like on some of those more packed nights but yeah no doubt if we lived close to a lot of those folks there would definitely be some of them that would be annoyed by how much i was trying to hang out be like god damn dude give me some personal space um but yeah sad times no more star wars friends for a year only one year though like i expected two years yeah i did too i guess that was the big thing from yesterday is the announcement of anaheim for 2020 i really got to work on will really got to talk to will and see if we can't get him to go to anaheim (laughs) and anaheim it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting to see what they do next year because they've already said there's not going to be a star wars movie next year and in the article i read they said and maybe even the year after that although i doubt it's going to be that long um, <clears throat> at least I hope it's not going to be that long. Um, Do you think George will be there? I don't. Well, it'll be the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back, so that would be cool. 
Right. And I mean, it's not too far for him to have to travel or anything. So uh, I think George has a house in Chicago, too. Because oh, that's true. Don't they don't they have like some sort of um, like exhibit or something they do here or something? They were going to build his, like, the George Lucas Museum in Chicago, but right. couldn't get it passed. Oh, okay. And now it's being built in L.A. Oh. So, oh, maybe that'll be open by the time Anaheim rolls around. That would be cool. That would be really cool. I would like to check that out. Now, like, I want to, I do want to go to Disneyland and go to Galaxy's Edge, but Disneyland's small. And there's going to be so many Star Wars fans in Anaheim all week. You know, maybe they'll do something like they're doing now where you can only get into Disney uh, Galaxy's Edge through reservation during Celebration. That would be great. I I wish they would do that and let you sign up for a time and uh, maybe even have a day that it was like just closed to everyone but celebration attendees or something and you could sign up for a time yeah that would be kind of cool i don't know how well that would work or i don't you know how how the uh logistics of that would shake out but it would be cool if they figured something out to make it a little easier you know um but i can't wait i can't wait for anaheim i wish it was april or whenever 2020 now um ready to see our friends again fucking gotta go back to and I've got a crazy couple of days of work ahead of me thanks to taking all this time off and I just uh, I wish it was still celebration yep I don't want to get back to the real world I miss all our friends everybody we met got to hang out with just being stoked like as stoked as possible on Star Wars for five days. It was like uh, it was like plugging myself into an outlet for full for full on Star Wars like positivity juice. It was nice. Yeah, I mean the fandom is really a lot healthier than it seems online sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. And there were some of those shit hills there trying to you know, stir up controversy or be dicks, but they, I don't feel like they got as much traction from it as they thought they were going to be, which was nice. At least for right now, it seems like the positivity is outweighing those jerks. So I like seeing that. I like seeing that, especially after the last year and a half or so that we've had in Star Wars and with episode nine coming up and the Mandalorian and Clone Wars and Cassian and, uh, whatever the else fuck is coming up man like jedi fallen order and everything else um i think we're in for something good and here in blue harvest we're going to continue continue rocketing towards our 200th episode hopefully we'll be on track for that to drop on may the 4th which just happens to be our fourth year anniversary of the podcast and we'll see how that goes um Anyways, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. We just wanted to give some quick celebration thoughts. Obviously, we've got, you know, weeks of content to talk about. And I'll try to cover as much as we can. And um, go check out your Creepies episode about the Haunted Hotel. Um, Check out Steel Wars. Check out... Uh, now this is podcasting check out the bad motivators check out the sith list check out um who else did we see our scuff scruffy looking podcasters with ed and his buddies and everybody was recording (coughs) will communications they don't think they recorded anything in celebration though did they i don't know if they did or not well check them out anyway no, I was talking. Well, I mean, if we did that, we would be here all night. I was. Uh, those dudes that we met at the hotel that were like the original Star Wars podcasters. I can't remember their name. It's somebody uh, Steel knows. I can't. I'll have to text them and figure it out. But that was cool. These guys have been podcasting since before podcasting. It used to be just like a a web show or something on a website, and their first episode was 
reviewing Attack of the Clones when it came out. So that tells you how long those dudes have been at it. Um, but yeah, there's a, a lot of great content out there from friends of ours covering Star Wars Celebration. And I hope you enjoyed what coverage we were able to put together. Um, I think next year for Celebration, I'm going to look into maybe hiring an editor or somebody, something. Somebody to put the files together and, and help me get them ready to post. Someone not going to Celebration. So if someone out there is probably not going to go to Celebration and is an editor, like send us send us a sample of your work. Yeah, just let me know. Hit me up. We can we can talk. Uh, what you think is a fair price to help us out? Because the hours just get away from you. Uh, and uh, be honest, I didn't really want to sacrifice a lot of time hanging out with my friends to go like stitch together episodes or anything like that so i hope you guys don't mind getting the content in the way we've given it to you the last couple of episodes but <clears throat> things will be back to normal we got a ton of stuff to talk about and i can't wait to do that so for blue harvest i'm halls burkhardt i'm jesse mcgarity may the force be with you and also with you now we're catholic star wars i guess May the force be with us.